Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Massive Attack Podcast. I'm your host for the evening, Mitch, and with me, as always, is Yo. Yo again. Yo. How are, How you? are you? I'm Val, Mitch. You're Val? <laughs> <laughs> I am Val. I am very Val. Ah, you're a bit German. Yes. Is that themed for the... Maybe it is, surreptitiously. Yeah, all right. So we are doing a way to Z. We're continuing on. We are up to the letter K. And we're doing Napwest, no? No. Well, this is well, you stuffed up. We're doing Knight Rider. Knight Rider starts with an N. Ah, wrong Knight Rider. Uh, yes. No, we are doing Knight Rider, the TV show from 1982. Two. I thought we were doing the Calcutta Knight Riders from the Indian Premier League. We can do that too, if you like. Ah. Yes. So the, the I mean... I'm assuming all listeners to us are around the same age. All 25 so, of them. Yeah. So you know what Knight Rider is, the TV show with the really cool car and David Hasselhoff. That's all you really need to know. Hmm. That's all it really is. <laughs> I have incredibly fond memories of this when I was a kid. That being said, I hadn't watched it for a good many, possibly decades. That's why it's fond. And going back to it now, it's not exactly action-packed or fast-paced. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) See, I wasn't going to go that far because I know how you really love this. I do, I do. But I don't know, it just doesn't hold up, does it? Uh, No, no. The only thing that does, I think, is probably the music still holds up. Yes, 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 yes. The Hoff himself wasn't a very good actor. No. And probably still isn't a no. very good actor. <laughs> no. The car was iconic. Awesome. Yes. All right, let, let's rewind there just a little bit, and we'll run through the premise of Knight Rider for people that don't know what it is. Yep. So, it was a TV series created by... Glenn A. Larson. Yes, that's the man, who, prior to that, had made BJ and the Bear, Battlestar Galactica. He went on, I think, Fall after Guy. this would have been, yeah, Fall Guy, Auto Man, Manimal. Just... This is my youth. Yeah, just a it Totally is my youth. I mean, Manimal, I, I could talk about a lot. Well, no, I can't. I don't remember a lot about it. But I have strong feelings to the memories of Manimal. Eight episodes. Yeah. And Auto Man, same sort of deal. I think 12 episodes. Mm. So, yeah, Glenn A. Larson was the sort of the brains behind my youth. Yeah. For me, if it wasn't Glenn A. Larson, it was Stephen J. Cannell. Who? He did the A-Team and oh. a bunch of other of those ilk. Yep. And it was kind of like if it wasn't one, it was the other. Yep. But yeah, Glenn A. Larson, incredibly famous, created just a lot of good stuff. And he's quoted as saying that when he made Knight Rider, he wanted to make Lone Ranger with a car. So basically, you've got Hasselhoff playing Michael Knight, who is your Lone Ranger type character. Well, the Lone Ranger was a supposedly dead character. That's why he hit his face and ah, came back. And That I, makes so, even more sense. Yeah, okay, that works, yep. And the whole idea of the car was that it was his slash trusty Tonto sidekick. slash silver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of makes sense. So, <laughs> as you said, Michael Knight was a cop. In fact, he wasn't even Michael Knight when he started. He was Michael something else. Long. The football player from Essendon. Yep. Mm, there you go. I can name a player. <laughs> and, yeah, he was a, a cop who got shot. In the face. And they kind of skew it that he had a metal plate in his head from serving in Vietnam or something. Something like that. And the bullet deflected off his head and... And they just stole him. Yeah. This this, this group <clears throat> just stole him. Gave him plastic surgery and said, you can be our guy now. Yeah. And the group was... Flag. flag. Not flog. I'll probably call them flog <laughs> for the rest of the show. Oh, they flag. were a bunch of flogs though, weren't they? <laughs> yes. Headed by... Mr. Knight, I can't remember what his first name was. Walter. Mm. Who was he? Was he someone famous? I'm sure he's been in stuff. And the other main guy that we need to know is Devon. Devon. Who was played by Edward Mulhair. Yep. Who was famous for being the ghost in The Ghost of Mrs. Muir in the early 
well, late 60s, early 70s TV show. Yep. And he kind of is the pompous English butler that kind of looks after Michael. Not butler. Well, he's, he's he not, acts like a butler. He has nine industries. He sounds like a pompous English yes, butler, well, though. He's a gentleman. Yes, he is. And obviously, Kit, who is the car that talks. The Night Industries 2000. And he was a 1982 Pontiac Trans Am, mm-hmm. which apparently Firebird cost them. Trans Am. Was it a Firebird? Apparently. Didn't have the logo on the bonnet. I know. Yeah. Had that flashing light across the front, though. Which Audio is cool. Podcast. But no, apparently it cost them 100000 to build back in 1982, which, according to the wiki, is the equivalent of about 245000 in 2014 money. So a lot of their production would have gone into that car. Well, I guess they could have offset it by selling the car, I would have thought. Like, saying this is promoting the car. But by... Season two, I think they the company said stop calling it that brand. Yeah, you know, stop calling it a Trans Am because obviously yeah. there's a few scenes we watched, went back and watched the pilot and a couple of other episodes, and there's a bit where there's a police pursuit and they're quite obviously saying we're following a black Trans Am and you know making lots of references that yep. it is a Trans Am. Yeah, and Pontiac said, please stop saying it. So I don't know what happened there. Well, I think the problem was that people were going to Pontiac dealers in the 80s going, oh, I want to buy this car. And yeah. they were like, well, that's Doesn't you know, exist. what happens in the TV show. We don't have all those features, so you can't have them. Which was silly, because they yeah. could have. Well, they should have made know. the car. I don't know if they would have had self-driving and ejector oh. seats and all that sort of stuff. Well, that's novel. I mean, well, let's talk about Kit. So it was a pretty cool car. Obviously, yeah. It, it looked cool. It was a sports car. It was. It was, it was probably the second car. most iconic Firebird Trans Am after... The Bandit from Smoking yes. the Bandit. We'll get on to this maybe next year. But iconic cars and TV show. I love them. Mm. I've done a panel at conventions mm. about these where you have Kit, the A-Team band, Fall Guy, Hardcastle McCormick. You know, it's, 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 everything had a vehicle. Yeah. And it was awesome. Starsky and Hutt. Magnum's Ferrari. Exactly. And I used to love shows based on the car. Yeah. I liked it because it had a car in it. And, you know, if I could get the Matchbox car equivalent, I would watch it. I think I've talked about that in the past. No, we did. When we talked about yeah. Duke's Hazard, we were talking about mm. the, the old die well, of course. So you've got Kit. <coughs> he is almost indestructible. Like, he's made of, got a polymer coating on him, which means, you know, you can hit it with a baseball bat, shoot it with a gun, doesn't... Drive through walls. A lot. Piles of boxes that are just randomly placed Empty, for no reason. Uh, so he's got that. He's got turbo boost. He's he's got an AI. You know, if you don't know, all right. So for people who don't know, Kit is a talking car because it is artificial intelligent, and that's almost like an English gentleman as well. The way he speaks, he's quite proper. Hmm. And yeah, it can self-drive. And Michael talks through his Apple Watch, or an, or a precursor to an Apple Watch. You can talk to Kit and Michael and talk back and forth. It's got the turbo boost. Which gives it a bit, it means it can fly a little bit sometimes. I don't know how it works, but you've got like two cars blocking your way. He'll turbo boost just beforehand, which means he can lurch in the air and jump over the yeah, car. Yeah, so he can do a jump without having to have a launch ramp. Somehow. Mm. So, and he, he had those cool license plates that flicked over in one episode as well. So it was just pretty damn cool car. It was. I think the car is what I remember. Yeah. Like looking back, I kind of remember the fact that David Hasselhoff was getting about with skivvies and a leather jacket because that is a, an iconic look. But yeah. really, it is the car that you remember most. But that being said, the series itself ran for four seasons, a total of 90 episodes, and, and it had quite a few notable guest stars over the course of its thing. Yes. I When we watched it last week in the pilot, I noticed I was like that's the dude from the Blues Brothers from the good old boys band or whatever and I called him Chuck Connors and I was totally wrong it was was Charles Napier is his name yep 
And he's famous for saying, in the great line in Blues Brothers, like, hard to sing with no fucking teeth. And ironically, <laughs> I, I can just remember watching the Blues Brothers on TV when it was like the edited version and they just stretch out the teeth rather than leave the F word in. But yeah, not only did we have Charles Napier, we watched another episode, which I think was from season two, which was an episode where they brought in Carr who Ooh. is the evil version of Kit. Is and he a goatee? No. No, but, but his brother did. did. Yes. <laughs> but no, Carr was voiced by Peter Cullen, who is famous for being Eeyore in and Optimus Winnie Prime. the Pooh. And yes. But in that episode as well, we had a, a dude called William Sanderson, who I didn't recognize the name, but when I saw it, I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. And he is uh, E.B. Barnum, I think his name was, E.B. Farnham or something in Deadwood, the yep. weird looking hotel owner, who was also the sheriff in True Blood. And also Larry with his brother Daryl and his other brother Daryl from Newhart. Yeah. Mm. But other guest stars that they've had, Jason Bateman was in, a, in an episode. I think he was probably quite young at the time. He would have been. Uh, Gina, Fresh off Valerie's family. Gina Davis was in another one. Wow. Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger, was in yeah. an episode. We had MC Ganey, who is from Lost. Oh. No, that's no. MC Hammer. Oh. He was like one of the others in Lost, the big burly looking dude with the funny looking face. Who's The gay one. No, uh, yeah, 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 he was, yes. Yeah. Not to cast dispersions on him for that. No, but he was a character, was It was a big deal in the show. Yes, it was. Also, Don King played himself. No. Before he stomped some dude to death, probably. Maybe after. I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't think there's any allusion <laughs> to that. I think that's truth. Also, Blair Underwood. You're going to say Suge Knight and Fs. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, Judo Jean LaBelle. The famous mixed martial arts dude who trained a bunch of people and professional wrestler. He was in an episode, too. Not that famous. No? You don't know Gene LaBelle? No. Okay. There you go. He trained Ronda Rousey. Well, there you go. But anyway. I know her. Yeah. So, it it was obviously one of those things that was quite a big deal at the time. I think I remember when it was coming out, they must have really pushed it. Because I remember watching the pilot. And I must have known who David Hasselhoff was. So, either through promotion or through something. Star Crash? No. I saw that later. Because I remember watching the pilot. It's like, that's not him. Because they had a different actor in the first scene yeah. where he got shot in the head and I remember watching it going that that's not that guy so I it's weird my memory is generally pretty shit but when it comes to this <laughs> I remember these weird key moments saying that's not the guy and this and that so watching the rest of the episode it wasn't that good I didn't remember anything else I just remember having that memory of that's not David Hasselhoff well obviously he became quite a huge star after this he went on to be in Baywatch and Baywatch Nights. Yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know of David Hasselhoff before I saw this. I can't even really remember whether I saw this in its first run or whether I saw it in reruns. I probably did see it in its first well, run. Did you... Were you been in Adelaide when this was airing? Uh, 82, I would have been in... I would have been in New South Wales still, you so... you eating Devon while watching Devon. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Adelaide. You eat Fritz in Adelaide. Oh, where do you have Devon? Victoria, is it? No? Oh, yeah. I don't know, but we you have Fritz in South Oh, Australia. Fritz. I was like, oh, totally wrong So, that yeah, one. way off on that. <laughs> if there was a character called Fritz. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Woody's Lemonade. And I don't I think remember, they even make that anymore. I think it was with TV Week or, or the Herald or the Sun. I was remember at a friend's of the fa- like my family were at a friend's place and there was this send away for a poster of, you know, David Hasselhoff and Kit. And I got, I did. I sent away and I got sent. Like an A4 size. It wasn't a huge poster, but it's the only thing I've ever done that, I think, where I've ever sent away and got something. And it was like, yeah, I got this poster of Michael Knight and Kit. I was like, that's pretty damn awesome. And like you, I remember this show fondly. And it's the music, it's the car. But going back, nothing happened. No, it's just long, drawn out. And it's restrictive. The show's restrictive because it's like, it's about a car. So everything has to sort of revolve around roads. 
Yes, yeah. you know. You- well, it kind of makes me think of that episode of The Simpsons where they're watching Night Boat. Yes. And everywhere is like there's a, a canal or, or a fjord. You know, or a fjord or, you know, a, a service you know, river or something. Yeah. yeah. It, it very much is like that. It's The car obviously is a character in the in the show, so they have to make everything accessible by car. There's always a car chase in it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, and they were real car chases. They were pretty amazing in the fact that, you know, they're constantly crashing cars and driving down streets of LA somewhere, pretending to be in somewhere else. But it's, it's it was just a drawn out hour of television. Just mm. watching it now, and it's probably just very typical of. Oh, it probably like if we is. watch the A team, it's probably the same. Yeah, and but that's it's just you've got more characters to play yeah. with it, with the A team, and that's why I haven't really gone back and tried a lot of the programs that I really liked when I was a kid. Because my attention span now, unless I'm watching it through VLC Media and I can play it at a faster speed, I probably wouldn't get through them. Yeah. Anyway. And it, it's weird because, yeah, as I said, we watched the pilot and then we watched another episode. We went on Google and we typed in what, what are the best episodes of Knight Rider and it came up with Trust Doesn't Rust, which was the, the episode with Carr. Yeah. And that was probably a bit better than the pilot. It wasn't as long either. The pilot no. dragged a lot. And apparently, I mean, I would love to go back and actually watch the one. There is one where there is Michael Knight, who is the, you know, reborn character of Michael Long, with the face of Walter Knight, who is now dead, but the owner of the whole corporation. And they said he looks a lot like you as a younger player, because he dies in the pilot, but he was there at the start. And... Apparently, there's an episode where there's Garth or Gunther Knight. Is that the evil twin? Yeah. Where it's it's the son of Walter Knight, who has a goatee and he's evil and he drives Goliath, which is a talking truck. Now I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. I want an evil David Hasselhoff with a goatee driving a giant fucking truck versus Kit. That sounds great on paper. Yeah. wonder what it'll be like. But yeah. I might, I might we, check we it out. Him. I might check it out. We were going to watch another episode, which I think was from season three, called Mouth of the Snake, which was a backdoor pilot for another season called Code of Vengeance, I think it was. But after watching the two episodes that we did, the pilot being a double episode and one of the other ones, we realized that Mouth of the Snake was a double episode and we just couldn't do it. No, we started it, I think, and nothing Mm. happened. Yeah. Now, you brought up something interesting, speaking of backdoor pilots, but a crossover from the 80s as well that I had absolutely no memory of. And this is one of those weird points of memory that I've got where it's like there was an episode of Different Strokes where the Drummond family went to Universal Studios and what's the name was really keen. Willis or? No, Arnold Arnold. and Sam. Fuck, I hate Sam. Which one was Sam? The little blonde kid. Oh, yeah. When he got married later on when they introduced new family. God, he was annoying. That haircut. That's what annoys me the most. So they wanted to meet Michael Knight because they were filming Knight Rider at the studio a lot. And he was all excited and this and that. And they didn't get to meet him. Something fell through. Something happened and they didn't get it. So they snuck on set to see it. And then what they did, they went and snuck in a car so they could watch what was happening. But they didn't know that car was going to be blown up for a special effects scene. So they were in the car. Two-parter finishes with them. They're about to blow up the car. What's going to happen? Come back the next day, or next week when you watch the second episode, who notices some people in the car before they push a button? David fucking Hasselhoff. Real life hero. (laughs) That's right. Saves them. They don't blow up. He talks to them. They got to meet their heroes. Great. How cool is that? That is pretty cool. Yeah. I have no memory of that whatsoever, but I think I gave up on different strokes once he got married and they brought in that other kid. <sighs> yes, or maybe it was Dudley in the bike shop. <laughs> did it to me? I don't know. But yes, I, I, I don't have any memory of that. What about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as his school teacher? Do you remember that? No. Oh, so many different strokes memories. Oh, I'm going to need to go back. It's a shame we've already done D. Mm, you did too much D. <laughs> okay. Well, as I said, the original run of the series went for 90 episodes. Over four seasons. Mm-hmm. 
after that, they did try and bring it back a few times. Well, David Hasselhoff made a little show after this a couple of years later. It wouldn't have been that much later when Baywatch started. Now, the first season of Baywatch was a bit of a flop. It, w- it was going to get axed, and David Hasselhoff took over the producing reins from memory, and it became huge. The biggest show in the world. Yeah. I mean, he. I'm not sure when he introduced because it was Parker Stevenson was like one of the main stars and at the start. But then once you bring in the likes of Pamela Anderson and things like that, it changed. It became massive. Mm. And so much so they got Elegante, the wrestler, to guest star as the dude that lives under the pier and carves <laughs> pelicans out of driftwood. Yeah. He had a bit of Hollywood clout by that point. And, you know, not one to not cash in. I don't know when they managed it, but yeah, he they did a, a TV movie, Knight Rider 2000. 1991, that would have been. So, Baywatch would have still been going. Maybe he was just putting his fingers in pies and just seeing what he could do. Maybe. So, yeah, it was a TV movie. It's pretty ordinary. It's very Demolition Man. I think it predates Demolition Man. But it's, no, I'm not too sure. But obviously, it's set nine years before the real date. Or set, set nine years after the actual date. So, yeah. it's, you know, they're trying to play with the future a little bit. But Kit was this concept car. It was yeah, it was red. a Pontiac. What was it? A Pontiac Banshee? Yeah, it was just not as cool. No, it just wasn't it the same. didn't seem the same. And then in 1994, they did a another one which was Knight Rider 2010 which from memory kits in an old 1960s Coupe de Ville or something for most of it okay and it was I, just like yep again haven't seen that yeah it was just like uh, oh, I saw it when it came out on video back in the day yeah it was just a bit nothing like it just I mean yeah it was just but then in 1997 they bought out Team Knight Rider do you remember this no no again no, I read me the wiki neither. but Hasselhoff wasn't in this except for one episode where the they brought him in final episode which no, 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 be... Michael Knight was in it, okay. David Hasselhoff wasn't. Okay. But yeah. yeah, they brought in Michael Knight for what they were going to be a cliffhanger at the end of the season, but then it got axed, so there, there was no resolution yeah. for it. And Team Knight Rider was, like the name says, a team, a team of Knight Riders. So it was Flog again. <laughs> and and <laughs> they had, and there was a motorbike, two motorbikes, a convertible, like sort of Mustang-y sort of yep. thing, like a pickup truck. And another car, I think. So yeah. there was five. And they all had their own unique personality cars and their own drivers. So it was a team of drivers with a team of cars. And they did it. And they flew around on a big, big-ass plane that mm. they'd fly to where they need to go and pop out. And, and did they drop the cars out of the plane? No, they'd land oh. and they'd drive out. Because that was one of the things I used to really love in the original, was the fact that he would drive the car into the back of the truck while it was driving down the freeway. That's pretty damn cool. And, and reverse they, out while yeah. it was driving. And I think they did that on Mythbusters, didn't they, to work out if they could actually do it or not? And could they? I think they could. Well, they well, they did yeah. in the real show. They well, did. Yeah. So obviously you can. I, I don't think it was going as fast as they make oh, it out well, in, yes. in the show. It's a bit yeah. of speed. So, yeah, so Team Knight Rider. I remember watching it when Knight Rider 2008 came out, which was another series which we'll talk about in a sec. But when I found that out, I was torrenting back in the day. Not that I do that now. No. No, who would do that? Filthy pirates. Yeah. But I found out there was a thing called Team Knight Rider. I was like, what's this? I must watch it. I went on this big Knight Rider kick, and that's when I went and watched it. And the concept's there, but it's so 1997. Like, you watch it, it looks like it's filmed on video. It looked like VIP, if you remember that the Pamela, Pamela Anderson, Anderson TV yeah. show. It looked like Charmed, early seasons of Charmed. It just has that TV look about it. Just everything yeah. looks yellow, like it's LA. No actors to name that you could mention saying, I don't know who any of these people are. Okay. It just had that VIP feel to it. And it was, I mean, it was fine. Like, I watched an episode the other day just to check it out. And it was okay. Like, it was just nothing special. And 
as a concept, it's actually better. Like, you've got more to do. There's more characters to play with. And the fact that all the ca- all the vehicles have their own personalities means you can, you can play then, with so much more. But then it was probably more expensive to make because they did have the multiple vehicles. Yes. Yeah. But what you find with all those multiple vehicles is that's multiple product placement you get from whoever gives you those True. vehicles. The motorbikes were concept bikes. They were very ugly, but the other ones were real. But yeah, so um, again, it, it, it failed after a season because... It was just not that good. And then in 2008, they bought out the TV, a, a new version. They did it started with a pilot movie, which did really well. So they got a full season. I can well, remember, when I say full season, we'll get to that. I can remember that the TV movie was on Foxtel, I think. And they they were plugging it to be, you know, this brand new season of Knight Rider. Yeah. Come and watch it sort of thing. And I, and I can remember watching the first one and thinking, no, nah, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Now, this time, we got rid of the Trans Am, and they replaced it with a Shelby Cobra. Yeah. It's a Mustang Shelby Cobra. Two animals in that. Yes. Mm. But yeah, so I loved it. I remember when the concept art came out at the start, they bought out the car, and I'm like, <gasps> printed it out on my you know inkjet printer at work and had it up next to my desk for ages, because I do like a, a Mustang. And voiced by um, Val Kilmer. So what? it was sort of a bit of stunt casting there. They got a big name Hollywood guy in there. I think it was originally meant to be someone else. It was like Will Arnett or someone like that. But he was doing ads for Chrysler or Pontiac or something. And when they found out that he was going to be doing the voice of a Ford, they were like, well, you'll lose your contract sort of thing. So he pulled out. And then, yeah, just just watching watching a couple of episodes tonight when we were flicking through it, it's like he was channeling George Takai. His voice was not recognisable as Val Kilmer until you told me it was Val Kilmer. Well, he probably was phoned it in. Maybe. Bruce Davison was in it. You might know him as Senator Kelly from the X-Men movies. He was a semi-big name, I guess, when they did it. He was playing the Devon sort of character. And same deal, but it felt like we watched a few tonight and it felt like a very much an 80s style TV show. Where it's like, here's the thing of the, the monster of the week or, you know, trial of the week. And Michael, I think, is the character again. But I, I couldn't even tell you the name of the character. That's how much I forgot about this. But yeah. it, it just it's just nothing. It's like things happen. The car has to be there somehow. And he's got his crew... But what I got from it was it is the precursor to all the shows that I watch now. Exactly, is, yeah. I watch Flash, I watch Arrow, I watch Supergirl. I did watch Scorpion for a while. And it's these shows where you have guy in the field with gimmick. Gimmick happens to be his car. And what you've got is team gimmick back in the room, in the, um, you know, the c- control room with the computer typing shit into a laptop that they don't know how to type. And they're going, oh, I can reroute this thing to you. Go do this thing here. And it's just exposition from control room to person in the field. And that happens in Arrow. It happens in Flash. It happens in Supergirl. This format is there, even to a point and... It's just like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't work in this concept because you're restricted by the car. Yeah. But it's just... The, oh, the, the car did do one. a bit more, I think. Well, it was just fresh off the Transformers movie coming out. So it had that sound effect and it could transform. Yeah. The iconic lights were still there. The woo, 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 woo in the in the grill, but what it did was it could transform like it would have pursuit mode. So it would be... 
and you'd get a blower coming out of the bonnet, the sides flare, the skirts on the side would get bigger, and everything else would happen. You could have a pursuit mode, so it would get police lights at the top. It could even transform into a pickup truck. Logistically, I don't know how the fuck they did it, and I don't know what happens to the bloody driver when this happens in the middle, but <laughs> he doesn't get crushed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so it did a little bit more as far as that sort of stuff goes. Like I said, I love the car. I, I love the a Mustang, so for well, me, I was totally on board, and I really liked to watch the show, and I was touring at the time. But my computer up and died in the middle of an episode one day. Literally, my computer died. I had to buy a new computer afterwards, and I never got back to it. I always <laughs> thought it was the curse of Knight Rider that did it. It didn't stop me torrenting, and just stopped me watching Knight Rider. Okay. I, I pretty much got axed not long after. I think I probably got eight episodes in, maybe nine, and it only made it to 18, okay. 17, but it got totally rejigged at 13. Like, they got 13 episodes, and they go, we need to change it. So there was sort of a team Knight Rider aspect where it was the engineer, the owner, the guy driving the car, and there was a government representative sort of saying, oh, I'm here telling you this is what we've got to do. You've got to... I, I need the foundation to go off and send them here. So there was okay. a government representative dealing with the guy in charge of the organisation. They killed off <laughs> the guy in charge of the organisation. They got rid of the government operative, and it just became, like, the engineer and the car and that. So well, Speaking of car, they did actually bring back car they did and they brought back peter cullen as the voice of car and what does car do well he transformed in that episode we were watching big ass robot but the the trouble is in the first one that we watched with car he was doing the peter cullen voice that was you could tell was optimus prime yeah but he still had a little bit of eeyore in him (laughs) but in this one that in knight rider the new one it it is just optimus and And it's a giant robot yeah which was kind of weird because Kara is obviously the bad guy yeah. and having the Optimus voice it's like well hang on he's the good guy but anyway. yeah it was very strange but I mean for special <laughs> effects in 2008 for TV it actually wasn't bad but the fight scene was very short in the end I was like if it started with episodes like this it would have been a bit more kick-ass but the episode we watched the first one we started watching it was a hostage situation in a building with no car yeah. kids doing fucking nothing yeah. they literally threw some ho- some hostages into the car he took them to the hospital while Michael was stuck in this hostage situation in a bank it's like oh Okay, you've got you've got got seventeen episodes. This is like episode thirteen or fourteen. This show's about a talking car and a dude. All right, let's set this in a building. Good one. Yeah, like who who had that idea? But anyway, so it probably justified that it died when it did. Like it was a very early show. Yeah, I mean it's not that far removed from Team Knight Rider, really, in that way. I guess 13 years, but... Well, I, I guess the problem is that back in the 80s when the original Knight Rider came out, cable TV in the States wasn't as big as no. it is now. Oh, Formula TV was perfect. Exactly. They you wanted had... syndication. Yeah. You don't want things to change. So at the end of each episode, it's got to be the same. So you can play them in any order you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and it's that whole network mentality that there wasn't as much around, so people will watch what we throw at them. Whereas now... Because there is just so much choice out there, if something's not great straight away, people give up on it. Yeah. And that's what happened well, with... Well, Seinfeld would not yeah. have made it. No. If the, it did not do well in the first season. It would not have become what it was if, if yeah. based on today's sort of... Exactly. It, it's just a completely different world. So but it's a very broad show. I was going to say, you don't get shows like this anymore, but no, Scorpion is exactly this. Yeah. And most shows are, like Psych, like Unforgettable, you know, um, The Mentalist. It's all a gimmick, and all these shows have a central conceit, which is a gimmick. 
Yeah. So it's like a procedural. It's like, this guy's a psychic. This guy pretends to be a psychic. <laughs> this person has a photographic memory. This is a team of geniuses. But it's essentially the same plots each time, but it's just like, what is the conceit around it? Like, yeah. Bones is essentially, you've got this genius forensic person who's a bit autistic. Exactly. So that, that's a trope. Is that, that's, that's a, you know... Or you could have niche. Monk, speaking of people who are autistic. Yeah, it's exactly. And that's yeah. there are these shows out there, but with times of Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, they're not the shows we talk about. These are the shows we consume when we don't want to think about anything else. Exactly. It's like how I was watching The Blacklist for all that time, and really, it's like one of the worst TV shows on TV. Yeah, so it's like, these shows do, they still exist. Yeah. It's just... But who's watching them? Well, uh, I mean... Uh, it was a show for kids as well. Like, it was it was a show for me. Like, I would have been 11 when it came out. Yep. And it was like, oh, give me this. I want the toy. I want the, that. And that's it. There was not a lot of toys you could buy. You might have been able to buy a, a board game or something like that. But there wasn't a lot. There was some. But there might have been. But it wasn't a super merchandise. It's like, no. oh, we we got to keep this show going because we're selling shitloads of merch. I don't understand. But it had legs. And for someone like me, I would sit down and watch that. So that works. Are there shows like that now? And I guess Scorpion is it. But is it like, really, but they're more aimed for that teen thing. Yeah. Do they watch shows like this now? Or, or is that what Flash and Supergirl and oh, I that's think, it, I, I guess. definitely think yeah. what that is. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was probably marketed sort of that 8.30 sort of time slot, though, wasn't it? 7. Or 7.30? 7.30. Was it on Channel 10? No. Oh, okay. Oh, it could have been. I, re- I remember it now. Obviously, I, I don't know. I was living in New South Wales no, where we only had on one win. channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all on win. So, but... I, I can imagine it was in that same sort of vein that A-Team and all those other ones were. It was the show that you kind of... It's normally past your bedtime, but you stay up just a little bit just yeah. to watch the end of it sort of thing. Because you said you would have been 11. I would have been 13, I guess, in that stage. So, yeah, I suppose I was probably staying up till late 30. Yeah, oh, and I wanted to stay up longer to watch The Love Boat, but I was never allowed. Prisoner. Yeah. yeah. But they, there has been rumours that they are trying to reboot it again. There's been a lot of rumours to say that well, they want to A lot of us, David Hasselhoff, yeah. <laughs> doing these rumours saying, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back, I'm going to have a cameo role, and I'm going to help produce it and stuff. It's like, sure, David. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, but there was talk that they were going to do like a comedy sort of reboot, kind of like, like the 21 whole Jump 21 Jump Street. Jump Street with, with... This was back in 2014, mm. and it was Chris Pratt and Danny McBride. I was like, oh, damn it. See, that might have worked, I don't know. Uh, with the right script, it would. Yeah. You know, and 21 Jump Street shouldn't have worked, but it did. But it did, exactly. But and, yeah, there's also been rumours that Justin Lim was going to redo it, and that would have been excellent based on his well, pedigree. Well, he had a direct car chases. Car, car chases, yeah. exactly. We could have had Knight Rider Tokyo Drift. Could have. So, yeah, I think there'll always be talk about a Knight Rider, whether someone ponies up the money. But something with... I mean, I think the 2008 reboot came out off the back of the fact that Transformers did really well. Yeah. Because... Michael Bay, say what you want about him. All right, he's a dickhead. All right, but when it came down to making that movie, it cost a lot of money to make those sort of films. Yeah. Now, they got a lot of stuff because they went to GM and said, we're going to make this. Do you want to put some cars up for it? And they go, oh, he makes them look good. Yeah, well, so hence, hence the old changing Bumblebee from being a Volkswagen to being a, a Camaro. Well, for one, Volkswagen didn't want to be part of it, and GM ponied up a brand new concept car that's like, yeah, make it look good. Hmm. So that happened. But also with the clout that, that is Michael Bay because he makes things look good. He went to the army and they said, oh, yeah, what he does is... He makes things look cool. So people are going to come out of that movie going, I'm going to join the army because... (laughs) So they gave him helicopters and jets and this Mm, and that. Access to it all. So that movie made a lot of money, but it would have cost a lot of money. 
So, you know, it doesn't cost as much when people and companies give you a lot of things. Now, the movies are just getting worse and worse when it comes to product placement, but the early product placement was just purely cars. Now, probably seeing the success of Transformers, they went and did, oh, we can push a car in Knight Rider. It's like Ford, give us a Shelby Cobra. But, oh, he transforms into a pickup truck as well. (laughs) Handy. So that's another car they can push. So while there's cars to sell, it could always be a concept that they might push and do. But, yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I'm kind of glad we went back because, as I said, I, I hadn't watched this in years. It it still holds pretty fond memories for me, even though oh, yeah. it wasn't that good anymore. And it's like with shows like Twin Peaks and things like that, when you hear the opening credits, it sets the tone. Yep. Like you are, I'm in the mood to watch a show now. This show ruins it. That music is so good. You sit down, you don't fast forward through the opening credits of that show because no. the music's so good. When there's that drop, that gong gong. Yeah, unfortunately, this show doesn't continue on with that pace that the intro does. Exactly. But anyway. Yeah, I'm glad I went back. I could probably revisit every now and then. Hasselhoff's funny. Watching his non-acting <laughs> is hilarious I at just, times. In that first episode, the pilot, there's a bit where he's been driving for a long time and and kids basically saying to him no you go and have a nap and i'll put it on auto drive sort of thing and these two cops see him sort of asleep at the wheel when he goes past and they they flash the sirens and come up behind him and he gets out of the car after kit kind of wakes him up and kit kind of convinces him that he, he should pretend, pretend to death and you've got a sift neck because you were sort of leaning against the window <laughs> and it is the worst acting i've ever seen but yet it's just hassle there, there is that's the only word for it yeah but yeah and you just don't get acting like that anymore no but i mean further on hasselhoff he was the biggest star in the world for a little while with baywatch yeah. and that he did like this was huge he was huge because of this he did baywatch for years he brought down the berlin wall he did bring down the berlin wall and he made the classic tv show baywatch nights yeah and so i was like he's the man and he's in spongebob <laughs> really all right yeah well good the movie on the movie yeah yeah. Alrighty, that's probably a nice place to wrap up. I don't think there's anything else we really need to mention that's about Night Rider. more than anyone needs to talk about Night Rider, I think. There was a PlayStation game, I think, that came out in 2002 or something. Yeah, that PlayStation 2 game, which we looked it up on YouTube. Kind of looked, looked okay. And it would have been boring very quickly. By the look of it, it just looked repetitive. You're driving and chasing. But there was enough tropes in there that go, oh, that, that's Night Rider. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, it, it definitely has not aged well. No. But yes. All right. Well, if you have any feedback for us, if you find an episode of Knight Rider that you think we should have watched that would have changed our opinion completely, jump on the Facebook. We are facebook.com slash the Massive Attack Podcast. We are the mapodcast.podbean.com. And yeah, drop us a line, email the mapodcast at gmail. Yeah, and, and if, uh, if you want an alternative to, to Knight Rider but funny, try and find Heat Vision and Jack. You'll know what you It's, it's <laughs> yes. a little Easter egg in the internet out there for you. It's, it's well worth your while. Yeah, definitely. All right, until then, thank you, Mitch. No worries. And we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>
David fucking Hasselhoff.